Welcome to Our Sleeve Life Podcast, hosted by Kelly and Mel, who both got gastric sleeve surgery five years apart. We wanted to create a supportive family with full transparency by sharing our stories as well as others from the community. We are breaking the stigma of weight loss and weight loss surgery one episode at a time. Hey, guess what, guys? We're not doctors. No, we are not. (laughs) No. So if you're going to be making any major medical decisions, please consult your doctor immediately. Yes. And that includes diet, surgeries, and exercise. We love you guys, and we want you to continue to be in our OSLP family. That's right. So be careful and consult your doctor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back, OSLP family. Welcome, welcome. Um, You are listening to Our Sleeved Life presents the bariatric diaries and this is kelly this is mel and we are gonna hear the christine story today um she is one month post-op and if you guys are listening to the bariatric diaries for the first time Mm -hmm. we are going to be following three different patients post-op so we are going to record with them one month three month four month no no one month three month Six, Six months, month, nine, nine months, month, and one, one year. year. So we were going to get a full view of what their life is the fir- like the first year after surgery. Yeah, because we are pretty post-op. Yes. And I want to make sure we're up to date on everything. Yes. Like all the new techniques, how people feel. Is it working, not working? Correct. Like we can really get an eye opening to like what's new. So, yeah. I'm so excited so that we get to do this. So without further ado, meet Christine. Christine. Say hello, Christine. How you doing? How you doing? Okay. I am Christine. Yeah. <laughs> we are so excited to have you on today. Like, we want to hear all the things, all the things that have happened since surgery. Yeah. Thank you for agreeing. Yeah. And let me just say, you guys were instrumental. I probably finished season one in like four days because (sighs) once I found you guys, I found you through um, Sleep, Sleep, Believe the Hype. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. We love that. We love that. And then TT got VSG. And I'm like, well, let me follow them. Yes. And once I did, like, literally, you, I was like, oh, my God, I found my people. Like, I found my people. These people give it to me real. And, you know, Kelly, you've been super helpful because I did have to go eat out. And I'm just like, just give me meat. Don't bring the meat to the table. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad. I'm glad because that was the hardest thing for me is when I went out to eat. I'm like. How do I eat out? Yeah. Like, what do I do? Well, that was a thing. It was. And so, like, I wish I had had somebody that said, like, dude, don't order anything. Just get the meat. Like, that's all you need. Yeah. I went to Texas Roadhouse. I had my uh, boyfriend and he wanted some rolls. I was like, can you (gasps) guys just bring him two rolls? Do not bring that bread basket here. Like, and I was like, good job. Three weeks out. So I was just like, let me just have the salmon. I bought like little two ounce cups and I was there. Mixing protein powder and mashed potatoes. Holy shit. <laughs> that's, that's intense. That's impressive. I know, yeah. But, you know, Fuck it, yeah, girl. It wasn't that bad, you know? Oh. And the thing is, it took me just as much time to eat my little bit of food as it took my boyfriend to, like, knock down a steak, some shrimp, <laughs> bread, like, everything. Yeah. And it I thought I'd be a lot more triggered than I was, mm. but I actually wasn't. So I was glad about that because I knew that, 
that, you know, people asking you to go out to eat and stuff mm-hmm. is just kind of murky waters. Well, oh, and it's yeah. a, a universal, like, socializing event. Like, mm-hmm. when you talk to, like, old friends or something, and they're like, hey, let's go get dinner or let's go get lunch. It's never like, let's go walk around the park. It's like, never. It's literally. always food. Always food. Yeah. So literally. it's nice to have a, a plan of action. I yeah. think before you even step into a restaurant of like, this is what I'm ordering. This is what I'm going to do for this. This is what, so that you already have a planned thought. Yeah. Exactly. And you you definitely helped me with that. Because seriously, I don't know if y'all have Texas Roadhouse up there, but the bread and that cinnamon butter, that is my Achilles heel. And I'm like, I don't want to see it. Mm. Like, I really didn't even want to see him eat it. I was just like, but then I was kind of like, let me watch you put the bread, eat it slower. <laughs> It became like a turn on. You're like, yes, <laughs> yes, eat that bread. <laughs> I love it. Oh my goodness. Yeah, we, I actually um, have been to Missouri a few times. Uh-huh. And so they have Texas Roadhouse. And so I've actually, their beef tips, mm, delicious. They're yeah. so I'm good. in Texas. So imagine it in Texas. Oh. So, <laughs> so we're going to have to go to Texas. Oh, yeah. That's yes. definitely on the list. Yes. yes. Let's let's all get vaccinated and turn up. <laughs> yes. Well, we had talked about it because we're doing the bariatric retreat. I don't know if you heard about that. I saw that. I saw yes. the one that's, is it going to be in California or yeah. something? Yeah, San Diego. Yeah. yeah. And so I think that there's more plans for more. We don't, like, there's nothing confirmed. <laughs> but we're hoping that they'll do more and do some like on the East Coast, Midwest, like su- stuff like that so that we can hit all of the, all the, the areas. Yeah. But we we me and Mel were actually just talking about it because they released the kind of a loose calendar of when we can get vaccinated. And we're oh. like, yes, let's get this done so we can travel meet all yes. of our people yeah, and not have to worry. Kel should get her, be able to get hers in May and then I have to wait till July. So Really? Oh, that, okay. I well, was I think that um, President Biden, he said, I was watching the news the other day and he said by May 1st, they're going to stop all the restrictions like you have oh, to have yeah. comorbidities or disease or be 65. So by May 1st, so I can finally go. So we should be able to go together. Yeah. Yeah, let's let's get vaccinated. Yeah. And now some of my friends are starting to. So my, both my okay. parents, and my grandparents have been vaccinated. And they so. did fine with it. Yeah, everybody did fine. Nobody's turned into a zombie. I know, right. <laughs> you know, I was like, I have yes. to keep a watchful eye, like make sure you guys don't like get a twitch yes. or something. But I feel comfortable. <laughs> and especially knowing that like I want to start traveling again and feel more confident doing that. Like we're all chock full of vaccines anyway. What's yeah, really, one? we are. <laughs> we'll be fine. We'll be fine. And I figure if the zombie apocalypse does happen, there's nothing we can do to stop it. So we all like, know I will be the first one dead. I'm like the first 10 oh, minutes. Of this well, you and me both. Like, I'm like, no, I'll be oh, the first God. one dead. It's totally fine. I'm okay with it. I don't want to see this shit happening. So exactly. Kill me off first, please. <laughs> no, you'll live because of me. Cause like I'm clearing, like I will be killing nonstop. <laughs> No one's no, getting this listen, fucking house. I'm dead because even whenever um, I'm in Houston, so whenever that winter storm that everybody was hearing about and yeah. we lost power, yeah, I told myself I was like I would never survive in the apocalypse because I haven't had Wi-Fi for 20 minutes and I'm going insane. <laughs> oh, Melanie was I going went four, insane. I went four days of no yeah, electricity and then I went two extra days of no internet. Yeah, yeah. Oof. That's how yeah, I was no, like. I think we were two days. Two oh. days, no power. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Did you guys hear that throat gurgle? What the hell? That oh, was me. Full. Me too. No, mine. I just heard mine. I oh. Was like, <laughs> I, mine does it all the time. 
Um, It'll be like, no. Yeah, um, that's something that someone could have, you know, told me about. Like, so that's going to be on the I thing. I think it is in our random things. Random things. Yeah. We talk about my oh, girl really? mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I heard you talking about it. Like on one of the episodes, Mel was like, oh, I just heard your throat go. And I'm like, yep. what are you talking about? Yeah. I think it was, this might have been before I got surgery. I was like, what is she talking about? It's- and then after I had surgery, I was like. That's what she's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It happens to me all the time. And like, I have to like lean back when I know it's coming so that it doesn't pick up in the mic. Mine just, Barry does what he wants to do. That's the name of my sleeve. I love it. I named your sleeve. So (sighs) let's get his, like, let's introduce you. Like, who are you? Where are you from? Like, where'd you get the surgery at? Like, let's uh, get to know Christine. Melanie wants to do chronological order now. Well, these people need to know how this all works. Yes. (laughs) Yes. That is the point. So I had VSG on February 8th. I had it in Mexico. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. I had it in Mexico at a center called Pompeii Surgical. It was absolutely an amazing experience. And I definitely psyched myself out, like in the beginning, you know, going on all the Facebook groups. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm not going to be able to drink water. I'm going to be throwing up. But literally since surgery, I haven't thrown up. Uh, I've been able to keep everything down. I'm getting in like 70 ounces or so, trying to hit 70 ounces of water a day. Like there's no protein shake that I've tasted, you know, that I was doing pre-op that I'm just like, oh my God, it's disgusting now. So Hmm. I'm really having a smooth experience, almost too smooth where I'm just like, like what the hell? Knock on wood. Yeah, right. Knock on wood. Did you take my stomach out? It's like I need photo evidence. But now I had my um, my surgeon. His name was Dr. Paston. He was amazing. Um, I had him. I was like, can you take a picture of it? And he did. And I sent it to my boyfriend and he turned it into an alien. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm going to one day, but I don't want to like freak everybody on Instagram out. But <laughs> like he turned it into like a little alien and it was it was just awesome. Just put up like, one of those things that says graphics, graphics slide like I know, the next this or is whatever. Graphic, but yeah. It, it's because actually it's actually cute. Like once you put the little alien face, I'm like, oh, look at the cute little alien. Oh my god, <laughs> that's Tommy. awesome! You're like, yeah, that that came out of me. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna DM it to you guys so you can see. Sweet. <laughs> Please, because I'm interested to see yeah. what that looks like. <laughs> it looks gross. It looks gross. <laughs> what uh, made you get the surgery? Okay, so. I had gained a lot of weight over the quarantine. Mm-hmm. So my highest weight was 312. Okay. And I had always told myself, like, I've always been a bigger person, mm-hmm. but I always told myself, like, I'll never be over 300 pounds. Mm-hmm. Even as I was like at 295, I'm like, I'm never going to hit three. I'm going to get it together. I'm going to get it together. And I had went to my boyfriend lives in the Dallas area. I live in Houston. So I went to go see him for a few weeks and I come home and I get on the scale and it's like 305. And I'm oh, like, fuck. oh, motherfucker. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, yeah. oh my God. And I and I knew that I was gaining weight just because like I'd started doing weird stuff, like only shopping in the men's section. And mm-hmm. I got into like oh an oversized t-shirt phase. So mm-hmm. all I wanted to wear was like biker shorts and oversized t-shirts. But that's really because like nothing real none of my like, clothes were really fitting anymore. Yeah, right. Yeah. And At that point, I was like, you know what? I'm ready because it's something that I've thought about a few times, but 
And I'm sure you guys have experienced this too, where you're just like, well, I'm going to just try, try by myself one more time, one more time. Mm -hmm. And right before the quarantine, I had actually lost some weight because I was working with a great trainer. um, And I purposefully chose someone who had lost a hundred pounds so they could, Mm -hmm. you know, relate to me and everything. Mm -hmm. And that went great. I lost like 35 pounds and, you know, I was in the gym every day. And then when COVID happened, it just shut down Yep. and I have PCOS. So it's very hard to lose weight. Yes. But if I look at carbs too long, I gain five pounds. I was going to say, you so don't even have to eat after, them. Just smell them and you're going to. Yeah, just smell and I'm just going to gain. So yeah. after working with the trainer and gaining all that weight back, mm-hmm. plus, some, um, you know, I, because when I start working with the trainer, 295, mm-hmm. you know, and then after I worked with her, I got down to like 260 mm-hmm. and then quarantine. 305. And that's within like from February to July. Oh, like wow. So, so quick. Quick. Yeah. yeah. Also, I wasn't getting any activity. Like mm-hmm. I was telling you guys before we started on the call, like my boyfriend is like a chef mm-hmm. and he just cooks everything in such big portions. So I was, and we're, you know, in love. So like I'm gaining the happy weight and yeah. stuff. And I'm like, wait, wait, this isn't just happy weight. This is also unhappy weight. Mm-hmm. And I just decided, I was like, you know what? I'm going to really take the reins and, um, take control of my life, take control of my weight, because it's something that has plagued me pretty much my whole life since I was a kid. You know, I'm not, I'm not new fat. I'm old fat. You know, I like that. I'm old fat, you know? I feel you, girl. It's just something, you know, I'm just, and I know that the surgery isn't going to solve all my problems or anything Mm -hmm. like that, but it was like, I really needed something to really help me to where, because I'm the type of person where I can stay focused for like, six months. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then after six months, if I'm not seeing the results that I want, even if I, you know, we've all lost weight and then mm-hmm. looked at the pictures and be like, why did I think I was so fat? I looked great then. Yeah. You know? yep. But I was still in my head like, oh, I'm, I'm not a Kardashian yet. What the hell? Mm-hmm. And I would just gain the weight back. So it was just kind of like a yeah, gap, yo, yo. ebb and flow. Yeah. And I decided in October, I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. Like I'm going to switch my insurance because my job had like several insurance plans and the one I was currently on didn't cover it. So I was like, I'm going to switch my insurance to one of these plans that cover it. I I start calling and finding out, okay, this is a four month process and all Mm -hmm. this stuff. And literally right as I switched during open enrollment, because of COVID, my company was trying to save money. So they switched (gasps) to another insurance and none of the plans covered it. So none of the plans covered it. And I worked for like a French company and we know French people are like, <laughs> thick thin. so I didn't want to be the person going to HR to advocate for bariatric surgery. You know, the only fat person here, you know, so I'm just like, oh man, I have to find a way to still get this. Yeah. You know, super defeated, but I started looking and the prices were like super high here. Mm-hmm. Like one of the quotes I got was 17,000. Another quote was 19,000. Wow. And then I was going to go to somewhere called Blossom Bariatrics in Vegas. Cause yes. they do some like weird thing where they bill your insurance. So you only have to pay like 6,000. Oh, okay. When your insurance was set up, they couldn't do it. So they quoted me uh, 15,000 and I'm like, mm. I guess I'm not having this surgery mm. and I'm on YouTube and a video from Chic and Savvy Bell comes up. I don't know if you guys okay. follow her, but yeah. she's she is amazing. And she went to Pompeii and she did videos to show the entire 
process her stay there, them taking out her drink, everything. Nice. Wow. I was like, huh, Mexico. No, no, not Mexico. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, let me do my research. So I started doing more research and more research and more research. Uh, I joined Pompeii's Facebook page. So I'm reading mm-hmm. everybody's experiences. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it. Yeah. $300. And that included wow. my travel from, they picked us up in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Um, that included, they have like a beautiful, beautiful beach condo, like beach condos. So, oh my it, was God. so it was so nice. Like, and my mom came with me. It, it felt like a vacation almost. Wow. You know, the fact that I had surgery, but everyone was just amazing. Like the surgeons, the nursing staff, the hospital I stayed at, like everything was amazing. And even when I was getting on the surgery table, I started to cry because I'm just like, oh my God, like I'm finally doing this. Mm -hmm. I I wasn't crying like sad tears, just kind of like uncertainty tears. Mm -hmm. And when I say that surgeon like rubbed my head and was like holding my hand and he was like, I do this all the time. You have nothing to worry about. Everything's going to be okay. And then I woke up and (laughs) and I'm here. It was just amazing. The level of care I got in Mexico was amazing. Cause I know even here, like even through insurance, I would have stayed at the hospital two days and then boom, I'm back home. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just had to be very specific about planning my, um, wait, did it just pause? What just happened? Yeah. It paused. Having to go to all these appointments, go see the therapist, go to a nutritionist, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I coordinated care with my PCP who so happened, like the way that things fall in line. She so happened to her last position was working 10 years at a bariatric center. Oh, my PCP. I didn't know that. So she was like, oh, great. of course I'll do your aftercare. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I got a nutritionist. Um, so I'm, I'm seeing her for the first time next week. Great. Um, I also am in therapy because I'm like, I need to start. I started therapy like in November after I decided I was like, because I need to get mentally, mm-hmm. you know, prepared for it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I've crossed all my T's and dotted all my I's, but it was just, it was just a wonderful experience. And I know that was a super long answer for a short question. (laughs) Oh no, you're, no, I love that. No, that's great. I I really like the fact that even though you've already had surgery, you're still taking those steps to make sure that it fits the way it's supposed to fit. You know, like you're, you're doing the work. Mm-hmm. It may be after you had surgery, but you're still putting in the work. Like you're still doing the nutritionist. You're still doing the therapy. Yeah. Like you're doing yeah. all those things to make sure that you're taking it as serious as possible. So yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, do you remember your surgeon's name? Dr. Pasting. So and it, it was through um, Pompeii Surgical. But anybody, I'm like hand to God, anybody whose insurance didn't cover it, mm-hmm. like I would tell them, I was like, go there. Seriously. Because okay. I just... Good to know. I bought my mom and they treated her nice. And my mom's a diabetic and she had forgot like um, one of her insulin pens. She didn't bring enough insulin. The guy who manages the condo, he was like, oh, come on. And he took her to the pharmacy, you know, and she's not even the patient. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they were just so thorough. And, you know, even now they call me every week, you know, to let me know, hey, this is your, um, you know, this is the week that you're supposed to start soft foods. Here's an email with all the things you're supposed to have. Wow. Yeah. Send pictures of your stitches. Like they they were just amazing. Like, seriously. Amazing. I really like that they still call you because I yeah. think that's one of the biggest things about 
uh, going to Mexico is that you don't have the aftercare, right? right That's yeah. what everybody talks about. I mean, we've said it too. That it seems like a lot of people like Mexico, they just do your surgery and then they're like, get back over the border, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it, I it like that they still like call that. you. It can be like, and that's why I was so specific because of course mm-hmm. I, I didn't just choose Pompeii because the Sheik and Savvy Bell, mm-hmm. but I looked at other facilities and some were cheaper. Like you can mm-hmm. get it for like three grand, you know, mm-hmm. some places were like four, but you had to do your own travel. Mm-hmm. You know, you had to uh, do your own hotel stays. Like I wanted something that was all encompassing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted something to where, like I have my surgeon's phone number to where yeah. he's like, if something goes wrong, you know, call me, call my office. Um, I will send medical records wherever I need to. Like they were just very, very thorough. Gave me a video of my surgery. Wow. They sent documents to my PCP. So she has that medical information. They were just, they're literally just amazing. I was going to say like with technology these days, there should be no reason just because you go to a different country to get surgery. You should still be able to have your records. You should still be able to have the aftercare. Yeah. Like. Yeah, you can email, you, you can phone call. Like, we don't have to be in person anymore. Like, no, I mean, look at us. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, and, you know, my, my surgeon, he also does like virtual consultations and stuff like that. So I just felt really good about the decision that I made to have it there. Of course, you know, when you say you're going out of the country for mm. surgery, everyone's looking at you like you're batshit crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, listen. But they know the type of person I am. Like, I'm a very research-oriented person. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to just, like, I want to have surgery in Mexico. Like, take me to the cheapest place there is. I just want this done. Or, you know, and especially seeing the difference in experience when you have coordinated care afterwards versus when you don't. And you're kind Mm -hmm. of just, like, flying by the seat of your pants, Mm -hmm. looking in forms, trying to find answers for your problems. Mm -hmm. So I feel good that, you know... I can just call the facility at mm-hmm. any time and, you know, they'll let me know. They'll let me know if something's normal or if something's abnormal. So, yeah, that's I, I'm great. Really that. I really like that. Yes, I do, too. Yeah, we should definitely look more into Pompeii. Yeah. Well, at least have their, yeah, they, their they link in this. That's what we'll do for yeah, sure. I think they, actually they, they, they follow great. us. They might. I think they do. Hey! What we're up? gonna start doing plastics. Remember, I gave you a shout out if you're watching. <laughs> well, if they did plastics, that do they might do be plastics a, too? a good option. They're, they said that they're gonna start getting into it, but I kind of like I'm weary about like plastics mm-hmm. in another country just because there's so much aftercare that's mm-hmm. required. Yeah, you know, and you have to make sure you're not like leaking. Or, I mean, yeah. So I don't know, but yeah. if I, if they did offer plastic surgery and I did have to go. To Mexico, it would yeah. probably be them. Oh I'm, yeah, like you guys take care of business. Okay, you can yes. tell that they care exactly. They really, really. Uh, well, care. we we actually interviewed um, that it, it's going to come out later this season, but she actually had plastic surgery in Mexico, and she had a fabulous experience. Yeah, there's a person. So, okay, yeah, no. See, I think that we all have to kind of get up out of our head, like with stigmas, you yeah. know. So we can't assume that just because something is somewhere else that it's less Mm -hmm. and I'm half Nigerian. So I I also have kind of like a background of my dad telling me, Hey, the world does not stop and end in America. Like you need to know there's other places, other people have knowledge, other people go to school, other people have research. So it was good that he said that because when he told me hell no to going to Mexico, I was like, but you said, yeah, wait a minute. (laughs) 
Well, that's actually one of the things that I was going to point out is like, like there are some really smart and intelligent doctors and scientists that aren't in America. Correct. Correct. So we're not the best. Like, it's just stupid. Right. We just have a comp. We just... We just we're spoiled. Yeah, we're, we're, we're spoiled. Like yeah. everybody accommodates us everywhere we go, mm-hmm, you know, right. so it's just like we're spoiled. But I just didn't want to close myself. off, And I'm glad I did it because yeah, if, look you, what you got. if I would have been like, no, I'm not. I just can't do Mexico. Mm-hmm. Like I, I wouldn't have the surgery today. Yeah. You know, and. I, I, I feel fantastic, you know, so well, and I think the big deal is that you look at how much research you did. And you got yeah, such a great experience through it because of mm-hmm. all the things you went through to find it. Oh, you made your own little That's book. awesome. I it love it. Everything. Like it, it has all my aftercare paperwork, all my appointments. Like I t- I'm a planner and I wow. just like customized it because I was like, I want to make sure that I have like a bariatric Bible type thing. Yeah. Nice. So I just started making that and all the research and everything I just put into that everything I need to track. So when I go to my appointments, I'll just like bring that journal. I'm like, here's all the different, you know, here's how my weights fluctuated. Here's what these numbers are. So that's fantastic. I love this. Yes. I'm so impressed. (laughs) Yes. I'm very impressed by how. Oh, but don't be too impressed. I had to remind myself like two weeks out from surgery. I was like, open the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) Open your bariatric Bible. (laughs) I feel like we all need those reminders sometimes. I know I'm like, okay, Kelly. Get it the fuck together and <laughs> figure out your life. Yes. I feel you. How did you feel when you first came out of surgery? Just any pain, so when gas I first pain? came out of surgery, I was kind of nauseous. Like, okay. I think those were my first words when I woke up. I was like, I'm nauseous. Okay. And I was like, I need nausea medication. So they immediately, they were great with like giving you, you know, medication, mm-hmm. pain medication, nausea medication. Um, So I had some gas pain, but I felt happy. Like, I know that it's a, People like I was expecting to wake up with that instant regret that everybody mm-hmm. talks about, but mm-hmm. I, I still felt just blessed. I'm like, oh my god, I did it! Like, yeah, I I actually did it. Yes. You know? So I felt good. I was nauseous. I had some gas pain, but it wasn't crazy. And my mom, she was being such a hard ass with like getting up and walking. Mm-hmm. So like the first day, I just wanted to lay down. She's like, you have to get up. You have to walk. Walk oh, the hall. Yes, like, go, go, mom. mom. <laughs> it was like. It was like it was so annoying. Like, cause like I would literally go out into the hallway and I would just like walk back and forth like three times. Mm-hmm. And she's like, two more laps. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, lady. I just want to She's sleep. like, I'm timing you. Get it together. You know, she, no, literally. She was like, no, you need to walk. They said 10 to 15 minutes. You've only been walking for eight minutes. I'm just oh like, my gosh, good job, mom. Seriously. Yeah. It was, she was what I, she was what I needed. But in the moment I was just like, I literally just want to lay here. Yep. The first day kind of sucked because you can't until you do your barium swallow test. Mm. You couldn't drink anything or eat anything. And even if you had ice chips, it was just like wet your mouth and spit them back out. Okay. So I was like, I don't want the, uh, the uh, ice chips, but I was like a little nauseous. And you know how when you get nauseous, your like mouth gets all wet. Yeah. It's all like. So I just used that little throw up bucket to just like spit. So like every like 10 minutes, I was just like, oh my, there's, I don't want to swallow oh, no. all this. I don't feel like it's going to hurt my stomach. Yeah. But um, by the time we left the hospital, cause I stayed there for two days and then we went back to the uh, beach house for recovery. So by the time we went to the beach house. Yeah. I beach house guys. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Beef. 
Yeah, I still had like a few sharp pains because I never had gas pain before. Okay. And that was a bitch. It felt like someone, I was like, is somebody stabbing me? Like, what's oh, going on? No. I was like, what is this? Yes. So I was like, am I having a heart attack? <laughs> what did y'all do to me? Yeah, I was like, what did you guys do? But other than that, it was fine. Like, even by the time I went home, I wasn't on pain meds or anything anymore. I had my uh, edibles lady before because I was like, I'm not... <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I'm not going to be able to like, you know, smoke. I, mm-hmm. I am uh, not cigarettes, but like marijuana. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah mm-hmm. I, I know Mel's my girl. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, like I couldn't do the, you know, tobacco leaf paper because I'm mm-hmm. like, they said no tobacco. Right. Mm-hmm. So no, I don't want to smoke because I don't want to cough and upset my stomach. So oh, what I, I did so was scared I had too. my edibles lady. She made me a batch of sugar-free green tea. I was like, just don't put any like sweetener in it. Nice. So she made me a green tea that was infused. And then I just like put a little Splenda in there. So by the time I came home, I didn't take pain meds, but I would take like, and when I say that shit, let me say that shit changed my life. Yeah. Because usually like I would have to drink like half a cup, you know, and yeah. I'd be, I'm, I'll be fine in like 30 minutes after bariatric surgery. Two ounce cup. Mm-hmm. It's I like, quicker. I was like, well, let me try. It. And I drank like the two ounce cup. And when I say 10 minutes later, I was like, yeah. Oh, this, yeah. This is nice. So, you so, know what the deal is, Christine, is uh, when you do edibles, your body processes it differently and it's way more intense. No, yeah. It was, and now it's quicker it too. It's real it quick. Because we have exactly. tiny tummies and it's like, boom, here we go. Just baby. <laughs> exactly. And I was like, I, I prefer that over pain medication anyway, mm-hmm. you know? So by the time I came home, I kind of like switched over and mm-hmm. I was fine. So that's that good. That took care of your pain. You know, it's like the munchies or anything like that. So I was just. Yeah. Cause that's, I mean, that's always a concern with smoking weed mm-hmm. post post off. I mean that you get yeah. the, you know, munchies. I found that like, so we just actually ordered some CBD tea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. off uh Harney and Sons which is our favorite tea hands down is Harney and Sons mm-hmm. and uh-huh. we didn't know they had CBD yes yeah, so we're going to try it so yeah. it should be here I next week I haven't tried CBD yet I'm just like I'm a THC girl <laughs> so I'm like when my friends are like try CBD I'm like why I could just <laughs> I can just use it's true. Yeah, it's true. It's just like if I have an actual like if my if my body's sore, what I've noticed is that mm-hmm. if I if I just did the drops of CBD, the soreness is like goes away. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and then yeah, and then I still smoke weed. So <laughs> well, and I you know I have autoimmune diseases. I have a lot of pain in my joints. I have a lot of pain all over. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so it's really nice to be able to smoke some CBD or have an edible like a little CBD. Little like gummy. Yeah, yeah like it's like gummy. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it it does help. And I would much prefer taking that over my narcotics that I was on. Exactly. So. Yeah, exactly. So I was fine. Um and yeah, okay, sorry. I know we got off track. Yeah, that's no, fine. you're good. Keep going. That's what we do. You're good. <laughs> okay, what else you got for me? So how was your um your transition from liquids into Pureed. Okay, so transition-wise, I was fine. Like I told you guys earlier, I hadn't really had any trouble getting stuff down or Mm -hmm. anything. Mm -hmm. So when I moved, by the time I came home, I was on full liquid. So I was doing like Greek yogurt, um, 
doing some teas, doing mm-hmm. broth, pudding, uh, that type of stuff. Yeah. So whenever I move to purees, you know, like when you're not eating, you start thinking of like all the things that you want. So like I'm on Instagram and I'm looking at like puree yes. tags and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to make that. That's <laughs> kind of it. Yep. that. Where's that? And the first thing I really wanted was deviled egg filling. Oh, interesting. I, I wanted that. De- I know that's so weird, but I couldn't have the whole deviled egg, but I'm just like, I want the filling. And yeah. my mom, she makes the best deviled eggs. Oh. So I was like, well, can you make me the filling? I don't see why not. Yeah. Well, we'll get there. Oh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> so story time. She made me some, and I had the, well, the first thing I had on puree was refried beans, like yeah. fat-free refried beans. Delicious. That yes. set well. I didn't have any adverse reaction. So then when it came time for the devil eggs, um, she made the filling and put in the little two ounce cups. So I ate I ate, you know, some and like halfway through, I'm just like, hold up. Cause like my body start getting like hot. Oh, and I just no. start. Oh no. Hold on. Hold on. What's happening? Uh, was uh, something called papaya enzymes. Like oh, that. Cause oh, we were doing my oh, research on my. Okay. What you got? Go. Oh, okay. Hold on. Your internet cut out. So. Am I back? You are. Okay. Okay, we good. So we left off right when she was saying you started getting hot. Yeah, you got you you got okay, hot. Yeah. So I started getting like super hot, and I was just like, I don't feel right. Like I, mm-hmm. I need to like lay down. What is this? Mm-hmm. So before, when I was doing my research, there was something called papaya enzymes, mm-hmm. and that was one of the things that people in uh, the Pompeii group they were like, you know, whenever I feel bad or something doesn't sit well, I eat one of these and it's fine. So I just kind Mm. of, I was buying like everything. Of course, like Mm -hmm. I overbought, but you know, I was like, well, let me buy this. So Mm -hmm. I bought the papaya enzyme. So after I ate the eggs and I started feeling weird, I went upstairs to lay down and I was like, let me try one of these papaya enzymes. Mm -hmm. So I ate one and like 10 minutes later, I was fine. And I was like, no, no, seriously. And I was like, Okay, I'm going to have to keep these on deck. So yeah. now I just like keep a couple with me. So mm-hmm. when I'm trying new things, if it does upset me, the two times, like when I had pudding for the first time, mm-hmm. I felt kind of weird. I took a papaya enzyme. I was fine. When I had deviled eggs, same thing. Mm-hmm. So what I think it was, because I kind of jumped the gun mm-hmm. um, with the deviled eggs because it had like mustard and mayo. She didn't put any relish or anything. Okay. But I think that the mustard may have been a little too acidic at the time because oh, I was only shoot. like two weeks out. Okay. And I think that's what bothered me because I was, when when it happened, I was like, Lord, please don't let it be the eggs. I, love <laughs> the eggs. I was like, Lord, please. So I end up the next day, I was like, well, let me just try like scrambled eggs by themselves. Mm-hmm. So I was eating it like with caution. And I was like, okay, we're good. It was the mustard. It was the mustard. Yeah. So since then I haven't, I haven't had any problems doing anything just that one time okay you know with those deviled eggs like the deviled egg feeling mm-hmm. I was like I need to lay down but everything else has really doesn't bother like my, of course like my stomach's like what's that you know so we'll start <laughs> yep yep exactly like, shut the fuck up <laughs> I love that you named but it. Yeah, so like, so good. you know, the throat gurgles and stuff happen yeah. as I'm trying new things, but mm-hmm. I really have not had adverse reactions to food. And that honestly kind of scares me in a mm-hmm. sense because 
one thing I had saw, and I'm like, I got to stay off these damn Facebook groups, but huh. it was like people eating around their sleeve. And I'm like, I don't want to like eat around my sleeve. And am I what like, so mean? now I'm in this place. I'm like, am I eating too much? Because you know, mm-hmm. this weird thing happens in the bariatric community where it's like the survival of the person who can eat the less. Like someone's like, how do you eat all that? Or yeah. how do you do that? And they're like, yeah. I can, I can only finish one teaspoon. I can only finish half a teaspoon. I'm like, okay. You know, so I'm sitting there and all that's going through my head and I'm like, mm-hmm. am I? cause I'm able to, you know, finish stuff and like finish it within a 30, 45 minute window, which is so fine. I'm, but in my head, you know, I'm like, am I doing this wrong? Am mm-hmm. I eating around my mm-hmm. sleeve? Like, am I doing too much? You know, mm-hmm. but I've been like weighing my food. So, you know, no more than like two to three ounces at oh, a yeah. time, but sometimes it kind of like surprises me. Like I ate a whole cheese stick in like 10 minutes and I was like. Okay. Oh no! no. <laughs> One cheese stick. No. You're 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 okay. You're, you're okay. You're fine. I'm, well, and here's the thing: it's that when you like, there will be some days where you can do that, and then there'll be other days where you take two bites yeah. and you're you're like, okay, I'm done. So yeah. it's literally just like day by day, hour by hour, and it's really hard not to compare yourself. Like, how can they only eat one ounce, but I'm over here eating two ounces, and I'm less yeah. time. Yeah, like your body's I, gonna do what it wants to do. I had the same anxieties for the first month because I was mm-hmm. like, I was so scared of like breaking the pouch. So mm-hmm. that's what you mean by like eating outside your sleeve? Is that it like broke or something? Yeah, well. They were basically saying, because of course, you know, regain. And, mm-hmm. and I know that I'm thinking, my therapist is like, please live in the moment. Like yes. you're thinking two years ahead. Yeah. But like they were saying a big reason why a lot of people fail or like, you know, let's say they lose 50 pounds and then that they pretty much peak there is because they have strategically learned how to eat around their sleep, mm-hmm. you know? So like, oh, I can only eat two ounces now, but in 10 minutes, I feel fine. I'm going to have another two. And in 10 minutes, oh. I feel fine. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And then next thing you know, you kind of like configured a way for your body to still be eating, you know, like shit. Oh, and, I see. I you know, see. So Got I'm, it. It's they made my, the sleeve work for them. Mm-hmm. That's what Not they the did. other way around. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, okay. And I think my anxiety around that is because, you know, coming from obesity and especially like mm-hmm. lifelong, of I, how do you think I stretch my stomach out in the first place by mm-hmm. pushing the limits? Right. So it's mm-hmm. like I kind of take myself back to a place mentally where I'm like, am I eating past the point where I'm full? Yeah. You know, because, you know, am I because that was one thing that I really wanted to get from this surgery. And I don't necessarily know if I if it will give me that, which kind of makes me a little sad. But I'm like, I want to know what true full is, mm-hmm. you know, like being like. I'm, or not even true full, but like satisfied. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for me, like my trigger is like hiccups. So like mm-hmm. when I hiccup, I'm like, okay, this is my body's way of telling me that mm-hmm. I'm full. But like mentally, I'm like, but I should, I, sh- I can eat more, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, so it's just kind of a mind fuck. Oh, it oh, totally is. 100%. Yeah. I still battle with that daily. Like, mm-hmm. cause I do the hic, I get the hiccups and I'll yeah. be like, well, I could have one more bite. And yeah. any time that I like have one more bite, I regret it so much after. So I've kind of learned like your body is telling you that you need to stop. And I have to like talk my brain down because my brain is saying, oh, well, you could take a few more bites. There's only two bites left on the plate. You exactly. can finish it. Yep. Because, you know, as kids, we were always told finish what's on your plate. Exactly. Right. So now I'm like, OK, I got to finish what's on my plate. But then on the other side, it's like, 
it's no. okay. You it's don't. okay to throw away two bites of food. Yeah, that's totally fine. Or you can leave I'm, it on the counter honestly, and in two hours finish those two bites. Yeah. I'm honestly still still coming to grips with that because it's like whenever I can't even finish a small amount of food, mm. you know, my brain's like, this isn't even a lot of food. Like you should be able to finish this. Mm-hmm. Like literally you have two tablespoons of hummus and a piece of meat. Like, yes. Oh, it's laughable. It. It's so laughable. Yep. It's like, yeah, but, I, but I feel, and I will finish it and mm-hmm. I don't feel bad, but mm-hmm. in my mind, I'm like, did I do too much or mm-hmm. did I not listen to my body? And mm-hmm. just trying to wrap my, wrap my head around that. And I'm, I've officially hit my stall, my first stall. Okay. So wait, 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 hold on. What do you consider a stall yeah. girlfriend? <laughs> you Cause that. you're only, you're only a month out. So you have a yeah. whole long journey to go still. So what I is- know this. And this is the thing. Like I'm, I'm not like, I hit my first stall. Oh my God, I'm so depressed about mm-hmm. it. What can I do to break right. my stall? All this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I've done enough research to be like, talk my brain down. So I'll yeah. give like my brain like five seconds of like panic. And then I'll just be like, it's normal. This You're, too shall pass. Don't freak out. Like it's fine. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, in what realm could I have lost 27 pounds in a month? You know, yeah. no. Because what so are like, you at? You know, you're doing fine. So right now I'm at 286. So yeah, from three to four, from three to six. yeah so I'm super <laughs> excited about that. I do need to create more boundaries at work because like I work from home mm-hmm. and it's one of those things like I can literally sit at my computer for 12 hours without moving. Mm-hmm. So like me, I'm like, okay, you need to get your water. You need to get your protein. Mm-hmm. You need to get up and walk. Mm-hmm. You know, when I went to my doctor's office, I was like, I'm trying to hit 5,000 steps a day. And she's like, make it 8,000. And I'm like, okay, girl. I'm like, let me find the time to do that. So just try and find ways to like set boundaries at work so mm-hmm. that I can, I'm going to try this system out, work 40 minutes, take a 10 minute break. So like, great. I, saw, I can't remember what the name of it is, but I heard about it on another podcast I listened to. Oh. And it's like, you know, just set breaks for yourself yep. mm-hmm. so that I'm not sitting and like working for three hours. I get up and I'm like, well, let me grab something out of the fridge. Mm-hmm. I'll like set like a protein shake in front of me, a snack, a bottle of water. And I'm like, you have to finish this. But I'm still more sedentary than I'd like. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to get in the zone of like, being more active, especially because next month I'll be able to work out finally. Oh yeah, so I need to start to, you well, know, yeah. working, get myself there. Working from home's a bitch because like I had to do the same thing. I have to put um, like you know your little like Microsoft calendar or whatever at mm. work. Like it sends me alerts to get up now because I was not. I would do the same thing. I'm like, oh, I'm in. Let's go. Because I was gonna say, well, who does that sound like when I'm at your house? Like I'm surrounded by five different liquids, and I'm yep. just like. I got to get all the stuff done. Exactly. And it's like, okay, are you getting your steps in? And that's one thing, even before the surgery, because I was working from home, like my job's been working from home since I've worked here. So luckily, you know, when Corona came, it didn't affect that aspect. But, you know, my, my last ditch, last ditch effort, whatever that was with my trainer, Mm -hmm. she would have to tell me like, you need to set better boundaries because literally I'd be at work. And I literally couldn't get up and she had these goals for me. So I would be leaving work, going to do her workout and then walking on the treadmill for another hour and a half because I didn't get any steps in, Yeah, you know, so like, and I don't want, and I know that that's not the best way to go about it. So I'm trying to wrap my brain around how to start changing it now yeah, so that 
I can get in the habit of just like, even if it's like walking around the block of my, mm-hmm. you know, and I've done that, done that a few times. Like, okay, let me get up and take a walk around the block. Well, that's, and that's what, fine, but I'm yeah, kind of hard on myself, um, like I'm not doing enough. Yeah. yeah. Kelly's been coming over and that's what I've been noticed is like doing some sort of walk in the morning goes a long way because mm-hmm. then I don't feel like an asshole that I didn't move like for the f- first three hours of my work day. You know, I'll be like, well, I got the walk in. Let's get a bunch done. Yeah. And then now we can go to the next thing. Yeah. Like go to the next like walk or no. get up, move. I would definitely recommend setting your timers. <laughs> yeah. And just yeah. saying, you know, like you're saying, every 40 minutes, have a timer, go off it and say that you have to do one lap and then just you can go back to work because yeah. one lap that's going to take you what? Five, 10 minutes. Yeah, I just and I also need to be able to say like, no, at work or that's mm-hmm. going to get done tomorrow at work because mm-hmm. I got to get so tunnel vision mm-hmm. and I'll see things on my board. And I'm like, I need to finish all this. And uh-huh. the fact is, if I look online and I'm the only person on number one, I'm not the top tier, uh, not in the top tier of pay at my job. Yes. And here I am, the only one online and everybody else is offline mm. and I'm sitting here. Oh, it's that's like, a good way to no. think about it. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, so it's like, oh, okay, okay, I need to set boundaries and be like, okay, you're supposed to work nine to six. And though I have some flexibility, so it's, <laughs> I hope my boss not watching. <laughs> <laughs> I have some flexibility to where like my boss, she's one of those people, she's like, just get your work done. Like, I don't mm. care. Go get your nails done in the middle of the day. Who cares mm-hmm. just do your work yeah and so sometimes I'll start work like 10 30 you know yeah. <laughs> like, and, yeah. but like and I'll kind of feel bad because I'm like well I didn't start till 10 30 but I'm like that doesn't mean you work till 11 o'clock because that's still a 12 and a half hour day and you're only supposed to work eight so technically no my boss is the same way my boss same way and I do the same damn things because I'll I'll like literally, Girl, I feel we gotta like set boundaries and be like actually that's getting done tomorrow yeah mm-hmm. actually if you want to do it it's fine but I've been here since nine and it's six o'clock and I have stuff to do. Like, yeah. You have a you life know. too. Yeah. yeah. And you have to yeah. live. And we always get our work done, right? Like that's the deal. Exactly. Like, but like, do you work on a small team now? Yeah. Me too. So like my team is like five people. So in my head, I'm like, well, if I don't do it, it's not going to get done. And then the clients are going to blah, blah, and I'm going down all these, then they're going to churn and then I'm going to get fired. You yep. know? So yep. like. I'm You're rabbit holing. Yeah, it reels. Yeah. Yeah. We, got, we got to stop the anti. There's there's a book my therapist told me to read. I'm going to get it. It's called Unfuck Your Brain. Yes, like, we keep hearing oh, about yeah, that. We have okay, to read yeah, this. Okay, yeah. so let's read that because I'm okay. like, okay. Yeah, I need to we want to. Yeah, I'm like, clearly my brain is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both, lady. But I, I think that the big thing that I'm hearing from you is that you are legit making changes within your life. You're not everything that you're explaining sounds so good and on track for yeah. where I feel like you should be at yeah, one month. Like yeah. you're doing all the things and that you I should feel be doing. Like I'm just kind of like going with emotions. Like I need to get better. Like I, I, I'm going to start back using my fitness pal because mm-hmm. I've determined I really don't like very tastic. Okay. Okay. There's not a lot of like stuff. And I, I like my fitness pal when I use it better. Cause I think the fact that I don't like the app and I'm like, oh, they never have any food. So I'm going to have to spend time like uh, searching. I've been doing more of like a mental like, mm-hmm. oh, an egg is six. Oh, there's premiere is 30. Mm-hmm. You know, let me hit this. Mm-hmm. But I know that I need to, especially being that I'm about to meet with my nutritionist, mm-hmm. like start to like write down everything again yes. and really, really be structured. Yeah. But it's, sometimes it's just kind of overwhelming because I'm just like. Man, I got, you know, before surgery, if like depression or something hit mm-hmm. 
I can stay in the bed for three days. I don't have to eat. I don't have to drink water. I just go get up and go to the bathroom. I can go to Burger King and go get a Whopper once like my stomach is touching my back and then I get back <laughs> in the bed. So, but now it's kind of like, okay, girl, no, you got, you'll die. Like, yeah. 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 You have to take have care to of number water. one, which yeah, is you. So just, yeah. So just balancing that as mm-hmm. well. Um, but I, I still feel really good. I still feel good about my decision. I don't good. feel overwhelmed like I'm failing, but you are not failing. I just kind of, yeah. I just kind of question myself sometimes because anybody who ha- who's had the surgery, we have so many attempts mm-hmm. and some of them go well, and we're doing so good in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So I think in the back of my head, because, oh, this is going to sound bad. Oh God, don't you freaking do it. My, my eyes are doing that thing. You're not going to cry, but it's like, oh. you're so used to like failing that. Like, it's like, what does success look like? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That's so, tough. Just trying to get around that. Oh, yeah. Christine, don't do this. People You're are going to lie. Okay. You anyway, show emotion. No, I, <laughs> no, I, can, good. I just, I just want to be, I just want to be successful yeah. and I want to appreciate this entire journey because mm-hmm. it's like, there have been times I posted about it and it was like, there were times where like, I had lost, like, before I graduated college, I went on this thing. It was called Batty by Gratty. Oh. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to lose weight before I graduate. Like, I'm going to, you know, lose this weight. Mm-hmm. And it went great. Even though I was apparently, according to uh, my doctor, I was severely under eating. I was like, I only need 1200 calories a day, but oh. I'm six feet tall. So it's like, I actually need like 1800. Yeah. So, but yeah, so I had like lost a bunch of weight and, you know, I was taking my graduation pictures and I felt great taking the pictures. Mm-hmm. And when my friend sent them back to me, like the edited ones, like I'm just, you know, looking at flaws and I'm like, your stomach looks so big here. And, this. and at that point yeah. I had like lost like 60 pounds and uh, I still couldn't appreciate mm-hmm. what, how far I had come yeah. because I wasn't at goal. Mm-hmm. So it's like, for me, it's just important for me to like pat myself on the back the whole time and be like, mm-hmm. listen, girl, you're doing great. Cause what I'm not going to do is spend so much time mm-hmm. thinking about flaws or am I going to have loose skin or is my stomach, is my fupa ever going to go away or <laughs> you know, whatever. It's like, just keep freaking going. Like just freaking yes. go. Like it's, you know, it's okay. Yes. It's okay. If you don't have a Kardashian body, because frankly, the Kardashians mm-hmm. don't look like the Kardashians. No. They, they no. have a, a membership card at their plastic surgeon. So it's like you, we always, you know, as women, especially we compare ourselves Mm -hmm. and, you know, pick at ourselves. And it's like, you need to tell yourself, Hey, you're doing good. Like you're, you're doing okay. Like Mm -hmm. you're doing what you're supposed to do. You're trying. And Mm -hmm. that's the imperative part that you're trying. Mm -hmm. So this time around, my plan is just to Oh, trying. sorry. Oh, no, you're um, fine. You're fine. I was like, your body's not meant to look like that. Like, there's just certain body types. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I have hips. Kelly doesn't have hips. Nope. Like, it's just not going to happen. Like, just your body can't be the one that you're looking at because that's not your exactly. body. We got to stop being well, so and hard on ourselves. Here's the other thing is like, when I see pictures of Mel, I'm like, oh my God, you look so amazing. amazing. And then she looks at it and she's like, well, my stomach looks big. I don't like this. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. And I, and vice versa, she'll yep. take a photo of me and all I can see is my stomach or Ew. my arms or loose skin or, you know, like the photo we posted yesterday of us in our workout gear. All Y'all I can see, oh, but all I can see is the, the, the line, like of- my 
like that's all I could see. I could just see my stomach. But other people don't see that. Like we see the worst in ourselves. Yeah. We are our worst critic. And I think it's time, like someone told me this a long time ago and it's something that I I would like to apply, you know, in my life, but Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, think about it. If you had a best friend, right. That talks to you, how you talk to yourself, would they be your friend? No. You know, like, and that's the question you need to ask yourself because it's like, sometimes I am so hard on my, Mm -hmm. and I'm surprised. Like I haven't been like too, I think I'm just happy to like be, cause right now I'm back at like my normal big weight, you know, the person I'm used to. Mm -hmm. So like losing the almost 30 pounds, I'm like, Oh, girl, is that you? Finally, girl, <laughs> you're back. You know? Thank God. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, you're, whew, you're back. Okay, so, you know, I haven't really started to experience like when I start to not notice myself mm-hmm. again or not recognize myself again. Mm-hmm. But it's important. Like, we have to be good best friends to ourselves mm-hmm. because it's like, if you if if I had a friend that talks to me the way that I talk to myself sometimes, mm-hmm. I'd have to fight that bitch. Yeah, you know? yeah, so, slap her a little bit. Yeah, yeah. you know, like. I, we wouldn't be friends. We'd be enemies. So it's yes. like, I'm trying to be gentler with myself mm-hmm. and really like live in the moment. Cause like I said, my anxiety like mm-hmm. takes me, I'm, I was talking to y'all about regain and I had surgery a month ago. <laughs> so yeah. Right. Yeah. You, you take it. Yeah. That, it's that hamster wheel. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Like that damn hamster needs to go away because I do it all. That's why I don't sleep. Mm-hmm. Because my hamster yeah. wheel starts going and I think about, okay, well, if I do this, then this is going to happen. If I don't do this, then this is going to happen. What do I do if this happens? Like, yeah. and it's the same thing. Like, okay, I've gained, I've regained like 25 pounds. I'm two years out. I'm still right. doing way better than I was two years ago. But I kick myself mm-hmm. for that because I'm like, it's, oh, it's your own damn fault. You ate this, you ate that. And it's like, okay, so yeah, but I could be nice to myself. Yeah, you could be it. a little nicer right. about it. <laughs> I could be like, "Hey, you got this today. Why don't you do A, B, and C and see how that works out?" You know, there's right. there's a way that we talk to yeah, each other. When you said that, it triggered a memory where, like, because I know what you mean by where you go up and then you finally like start coming down and like stuff that you've never seen before. Because I got up to three hundred eight, and it was funny where I hit like two eighty, where I was like, "Well, I've seen this weight before." So the mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, I'm just really at zero then." And then I would start my number exactly. again. Instead of yeah. celebrating I mean, that yeah. shit. Yeah, like, I would just be like, oh, that's a zero. I need to just like, yeah, I would not talk about, oh, I just lost 20 pounds. Like, like t- 20 pounds I'm, of fat? Well, I'm telling you this. I have never been so happy to be 286 before. I know that there are times in my life if I would have saw that number, mm-hmm. I would have just been like, ah, oh, my God. Like, right? oh, you're so fat. Like, but it's like, it's moving in the right direction. Yeah. And. Yes. I was telling my dad something today, like our value is not attached to a number on the scale. Thank you. That's what it is. We can't like Kelly, when you were talking about beating yourself up for 20 for 20 pounds, your value is not attached to your lowest weight, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever you feel comfortable at. Like if you feel comfortable and great and you still feel energetic, Mm -hmm. 20 pounds heavier and you look in the mirror, you're like, I'm a bad bitch. And, you know, it's like. 
hey, okay, well, what the, maybe we're going to keep these 20 pounds or maybe we lose 10 and mm-hmm. I like that weight, but your, your value is not attached to your lowest weight. And I'm, and yes. I'm trying to, as I'm telling you this, mm-hmm. it's like I'm telling myself this Good. because I'm trying to, I'm that person that I just like, I don't know if you could tell, I'm like, I give it out. I'm so positive, all this stuff. And I want to talk to myself like, you fat bitch. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, I'm the same way. I love yeah. to be positive. I love to tell my friends like, oh, you look amazing or this mm-hmm. looks, you did fantastic today. But then when it comes to myself, I have a really hard time internalizing the positivity. Yeah, we're yeah. assholes. We are, we are assholes. We are to complete ourselves. assholves to ourselves. Yes. Yeah. We I will be better agree best that. friends to ourselves. Yeah. Yes. Like I said, we want to be our best friend, not an enemy. And well, and at the end of the day, who are you left with? N- number one. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We got to spend 24 7 mm-hmm. with this person. Might yeah. as well love them. Yeah. And that's my number one goal is. Because, I mean, my goal weight would be like 175 because I would like to experience what it's like to even though BMIs are very is a very like uh, Eurocentric concept and all that stuff. And it's Mm -hmm. kind of weird. I part of me wants to experience like going to the doctor and seeing normal. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. well, not seeing overweight, not seeing mm-hmm. obese, not seeing morbidly obese, mm-hmm. like just seeing normal, normal. you know, I like that. And yeah. So it's like I, that's my ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. But my top goal above all of that is really like treating myself more kindly throughout this process, mm-hmm. because I think that that makes all of the difference between all of my other weight loss attempts in the mm-hmm. past. Like I, I was so busy focusing on what I was not mm-hmm. that I would not focus on how far I came. Mm-hmm. So I could easily be like, Oh, so-and-so lost 40 pounds in the first month. You all lost 27. Mm-hmm. No, I'm going to, you lost 27. You're great. Yeah. You stalled out Take this the win. week. That's fine. Like you're great. You know, yeah. everything's fine, but just kind of also making sure that I'm following plan, like mm-hmm. sticking to plan, not doing too much because mm-hmm. I do think sometimes that we get comfortable and it's like, Oh, well I can do a little more and do mm-hmm. a little more. And in the past, that is what's kind of sent me back to a starting mm-hmm. point is because I just like, Oh, I can do this. Mm-hmm. Oh, they just told me I look great. Let's go get chimichangas. You know? Right. <laughs> I get you. You know, so it's like, not mentally going there and then learning how to say no because my friends are always like oh you can come out you can just do this you can just Mm -hmm. do that or and just learning how to be like actually no i was gonna Uh, say how how has your friendships like in relationships changed at all like how are they supportive is there any surprises that you weren't you know you think it was gonna happen they're they're fine they they really are fine. I love my friends. I love my family. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people make backwards compliments, mm-hmm. you know, and okay. I'm just like, <laughs> you know, yeah. And like, even I was telling my dad today, he like made a made a he made a comment that he thought was a compliment, but it made me feel like shit um. because he um, there in in Nigeria in my in my tribe there's something called like broad price. They're probably in most tribes, but it's like when you're it's very misogynistic. So it's okay. like whenever you get married, your your groom like he needs to present your family with like gifts and okay. like palm wine and you know all this other stuff to like show his intent to okay. marry you or whatever. So. My boyfriend, he lives in Dallas. He's American. So, like, my dad was kind of, like, walking him through, like, all that stuff. And he's like, oh, well, when it's time, you're going to have to bring me this and this and this. And after I lost, like, 
25 pounds, he came, he comes home and he's like, oh, you're looking great. I'm going to have to double your bride price. And I'm like, oh, wait, shit. So you're selling me for clearance because I gained weight? Like, huh? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, for clearance. I was, like, well, I, I was like, my bride price should still be as high as it is mm-hmm. because my value is not attached to my weight. Like mm-hmm. my value shouldn't go up because I'm losing weight. Yep. So little comments like that. Mm-hmm. And then my family kind of like they had a, my grandma came down to come get the vaccine mm. and, you know, my cousins came over to the house and my mom, she made like spaghetti. And I was like, well, maybe this will be a good time to try the ricotta bake. So then I'm kind of eating something similar mm-hmm. to them, but mm-hmm. I was like, I can't do, I yeah. was like, I can't do the spaghetti. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, can't you just have two noodles and blah, blah, blah. And then like my yeah. cousin, she was watching me like make the bake and she was just like, Oh, and I'm like, can you guys not do that? Can like, you it's not just fucking try to feel sad for you me. Know? Yeah, like, why are you yeah. sad for and, me? Like, yeah, I'm like, don't be sad for me. I'm just doing what I have to do. Yeah. And then I've heard the, oh, now I'm gonna be the fat friend. I'm like, okay, girl, bye. Like, uh, I don't yep. know. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to make of that. Um. Yeah, that's definitely a back- backhanded compliment. Yeah. These yeah, are all like the ones that I, I heard. These are exactly all the ones that I've heard. Like, yeah. When I but first all I know is. I'm, you know, I'm calm, cool, collected to an extent, but I'm also one of those people where like, it's probably going to be a day where some poor soul is just going to say the wrong thing. I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Worry about yourself. And like, take out all the stuff on them, you know, because, but my go-to is literally going to be like, listen, if you're not my nutritionist or my doctor, I really don't say anything. I don't care what you think. Just because now there's like family members that I only see at funerals and family reunions. Mm -hmm. Like, how's your weight loss going? It's like, why do you care? You know, like, why, why is everybody so invested? Mm -hmm. And then like certain people, oh, well, you don't want to lose weight too fast. Mm -hmm. My mom's best friend. You don't want to lose weight too fast because you'll gain it all back. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. yep. Listen, and that's where, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys saw my little TikTok, but I was like, they told me I was going to gain all my weight back, but you were on keto and you gained all your weight back and you were I on Weight Watchers and you gained all your weight back. So it's like, why is it like only weight loss surgery where people mm-hmm. are so like zoomed in and like watching your waistline? And so yeah, I don't Leah, necessarily know if I'm mentally prepared for that and all that fake assness. Yeah, well, it confused me. I was like, why now do you get to have an opinion mm-hmm. and I get to hear it? Like, mm-hmm. what the right. fuck? You just because right. of weight loss surgery, now you'll say something and be rude. Like, yes. But you wouldn't before. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, so what you, the fuck? when I was racking up comorbidities like Infinity Stones, mm. y'all weren't saying that the name. So yeah. don't, as quiet as you were then, when mm-hmm. I was gaining weight, the only, I will say, the only person told me that I was getting fat was my dad. He was like, listen, girl. <laughs> I love it. I'm like, so, and I, I mean, I, whatever. I appreciate that. But it's just like, yeah. Yeah. Just dealing with all that fake assness, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. And all the people who are all of a sudden, like, so, inve- I, I don't know if I'm ready for that just because I don't like fake people, period. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I just feel like I'm about to be very choosy. Yeah. And you like, should. You, you 100% yeah. will be and you should be. Yeah. Cause it's about you. It's about what you like yeah. to do, who you want to hang out with, and you mm-hmm. do it to dictate that. Yep. No one else does. And I, I recently lost, uh, stopped talking to a friend. I didn't lose her. I'm not finding her in any way, shape or form. So, um, but she made comments of, uh, how the way I was with celebrating my own weight loss made her feel like shit. And, and it was your fault that it was my fault that she felt like shit, but she's the one that's eating 
mm-hmm. not me. Like I wasn't pushing the food into her mouth. I and I was simply like I would make comments like I'm so excited because this shirt is getting too big. I'm so ex-, like those are things that you should be celebrating yeah. that your friends should be celebrating with you, not crying to their husbands because of it. You know what I have learned is that there are only a select people in your life that really and I, sometimes I just boil it down to like your parents because you came from them and mm-hmm. but sometimes not even then like people are okay with you doing good mm-hmm. but once you start doing better than them oh yeah you know once you start getting past them mm-hmm. you know all of a sudden it becomes a problem mm-hmm. and I think that it's more so projection because it's like and and that's kind of what mm-hmm. I mean when I'm like I decide I everyone because it's like mm-hmm. the same people who will kind of like berate you and make you feel bad were the same people telling you, oh you don't lose weight you're you're not that big and all mm-hmm. that stuff and part of me is like were you only telling me this because you didn't want me to lose weight because you feel like you know yeah. so and I, I don't want to be that person that's like everyone's jealous of me like and all. The, I'm not that person. But it's no, not. But a, misery not, loves company. Yeah. And it's not yeah, a jealousy. You know, it's like, I don't want to, I, I love my friendships that I have now. And most of them have been extremely supportive, but I do know at some point, most of them will have to get like a little checking, you know, have to mm-hmm. be like, mind your business. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't get to talk to me like that. You don't get to, you don't get to talk to me like that. You don't get to talk to me about that. Mm-hmm. Sorry. You know, yep. and like set boundaries yeah. there. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, it's not jealousy. I feel like it's just them, like, like you said, projection on, on someone else. Mm -hmm. And then they, they don't like it when people stand up for themselves and they Mm -hmm. say, don't talk to me like that. Like Mm -hmm. people hate Mm -hmm. it when all of a sudden there's a boundary. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're like, like even with my ex recently, like I've started being like, you don't get to talk to me like that. You don't get to behave like that. And it's like, World War Three just people got hate through it. down. Like yeah. he he people do not like to be told like this is my boundary. You're not allowed to cross that. Yeah. And if you do, then you I'm not going to be here. You know what yeah. I think it is, is it's attached to fat phobia. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. even though I plan on getting away from being fat, like mm-hmm. I totally don't plan on being one of those people that, you know, will get smaller and then start to, you know, berate every big person. Because mm-hmm. I feel like what it is, is with society, society really does hate fat people. Oh, like, they do. They yeah. really do hate fat people. They hate us. And yeah. whenever you're bigger, we're expected to accept anything, accept mm-hmm. any type of behavior. Mm-hmm. We're expected to shine, but not that light. Yep. You know, we can, we can be cute, but if we're Lizzo and we're, you know, mm-hmm. we're showing ourselves in our bodies and all this other stuff. No, you can't do that. You mm-hmm. know? So it's like, we're policed so much, you know, we make them feel uncomfortable so much that mm-hmm. people feel like they can talk to you any kind of way, treat you any kind of way. Mm-hmm. There are men that, you know, I've been in relationships that probably thought that I was just going to stick around because maybe that they were the only person that'd be willing to be with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at some point, some women start to believe that, mm-hmm. you know, they start to believe like, oh, I can't get any better or like believe Mm -hmm. the things that people have like ingrained into them. But Mm -hmm. the fact is when I met the the guy that I love now, Mm -hmm. I was pushing 300 and he treats me like a fucking princess. Yeah. Literally, like literally like a princess. And Mm -hmm. it's made, it's one of those relationships where it's made me be like, oh, I see why all this other shit didn't work. Like I was so pressed behind all this. And that's what I'm telling you, Kelly. Mm -hmm. Don't be pressed too long, girl, because you will find that relationship. They'll make you be like, 
I don't even know why I was tripping over right? this. Right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know who, what? Uh, you know, what's yeah, his name? What's his name? name? <laughs> what, what was it? Yeah, I, see, yeah, I don't even remember. We're just yeah, gonna you know, push his like, name out of my brain. Exactly. So, yeah. you know, just knowing, and that's what I mean by like our value is not attached mm-hmm. to a number. Now, while I want to be the healthiest person mm-hmm. I can be, we all know what it's like to we have have you guys had moments in your life where you thought you were fat and you weren't and you wish you were the fat that you thought you were <laughs> yeah you know? high school like high school yeah you know so it's like if we start to like be more gentle mm-hmm. with ourselves and know that our values not attached to a number mm-hmm. then you know you don't you're not so pressed about it to where it's like because for me it was like oh well, I'm fat already it doesn't matter and mm-hmm. then it got out of hand yeah mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so it's yes. like we got to learn to just push all the people all that you know anybody who doesn't mean us you know well in peace Mm -hmm. and doesn't wish the best for us you gotta go like I don't I don't have space. Like, yes. seriously, I don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's where I'm now at, at with my life now. I'm like, you don't make me happy. You don't treat me nice. See ya. Peace the fuck out. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not dealing with this bullshit. I'm not. I would rather exactly. have two best friends and nobody else than have 15 people and 10 of them talk behind my back. Yes. Exactly. Fuck that. Period. I I just would rather hear it to my face. If you're pissed at me, tell me. If you think a certain way, tell me. Be honest with me. But Mm. I don't need fakeness in my life. I'm done with that. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I I completely get it. For so long, we're just accustomed to having to put up with it. Because like I said, society hates bad people. They tell us we're not deserving of love, of friendships, of, you know, of being able to speak up Mm -hmm. for ourselves, of being able to be beautiful. Like it tells us we can't do so much that at some point we start to listen. Mm -hmm. So it's like we got to break all those cycles Mm -hmm. about not being enough and realize like even at your heaviest, nobody should have been able to talk to you crazy. You know, so it's like, I think that part of getting smaller is you start to find your voice in a sense, because you're starting Mm to, I don't know, (laughs) get towards like the status quo to where your weight's not like standing out. So now you feel like, oh, I can be myself. Like, I don't have to be the jokester in the room every time or like wind myself up to just be the funny fat girl to make everyone laugh or, you know, it's like, I'm not doing that. That's why this is all happening, because it's like. Yeah, like I had to be on all the time, like, because yeah. mm-hmm. I was never looked at as like the pretty girl or the, you know, the one that you go talk to about like, do it. Um, I don't know where I'm going with that, actually. I'm just going to say that. I know you are a okay. pretty girl. You're beautiful. I know it You're now. Beautiful. I just didn't know it then. <laughs> no, back then, back then too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Back then you were beautiful. Like I've seen mm-hmm. your befores. You were beautiful back then. Mm-hmm. So the only thing is I just wish, I wish we could see it, yeah. you know? And I'm not saying that in a way to like um, advocate for being obese or anything like mm-hmm. that. But I do envy like this movement where like bigger women are starting to be like, I'm a bad bitch, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and like really embrace themselves and yes. love themselves. Like I was like, damn, I wish that was there when I was coming up because yes. maybe I never would have been obese because I would have looked and been like, oh, I love myself. I'm, yeah, I'm totally my fine body. just the way I'm at. Yeah, I love yep. my body. Right. Like yep. it all goes back to like when you just, everybody has different body types. It really does come back to that because if you own it and you show it, then that means the other girl that looks kind of like you now doesn't feel ashamed because mm-hmm. the other one's out there. It's like, exactly. Here we go. Yep. There we exactly. go. What was, um? what is your, have you had an NSV at all yet? Yes. Ooh. So 
NSV, I had whenever I came home from um, the. <laughs> guys, it's so funny. Whenever I came, came home, it was like a couple of weeks ago. So maybe I was like two weeks out. Mm-hmm. There were, like I was telling you guys, I got to a place where all I was wearing was biker shorts and mm-hmm. big, like men's 3X t shirts just mm-hmm. because I was like, I just want to be comfortable, mm-hmm. you know? And there were like so many clothes I couldn't fit anymore. And all my jeans like were under my bed and I'm like, I can never wear them. So I was cleaning my room and I was like, let me try this on. (laughs) And I try like everything except two things fit. And I was like, shut the fuck up. I can fit my clothes. So yeah. So now I'm looking forward to when I can't fit them again, but in reverse. Yes. You will get it, there. It really does get to you whenever you have nothing to wear. Like, mm-hmm. because, you know, you gain weight. And even if you've lost weight, it's mm-hmm. like, it does something to you when someone asks you to go out and I'm like in there for an hour and I'm trying on things and they're not fitting. And I'm just, now mm-hmm. I don't even want to go and I'm getting emotional and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's like, just to be able to like, be comfortable in my own clothes. And I know that soon, like, those are going to have to go too. But yes. It just feels good to like be back because I, yeah. I I broke down and I bought some jeans in the size that I should have been wearing, and they were size twenty fours. Oh, and I'm six feet, and I and I don't look in my head that big. I never mm. and mind you, like jean sizes, they could have been maybe like a twenty two and another thing or like right. a twenty or yeah. in the brand. But the fact that I bought those and I'm just like, because and I had already like started paying for the surgery and everything at that point. But I told myself, I'm like, you need to see what your actual true size is. Like yeah. don't keep squeeze, trying to squeeze into these jeans, buttons popping off. You, you busting out of this. I'm like, just size up. Yeah. So I went, <laughs> you know, I went and I sized up and I was sad, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm like, okay, you're about to have the surgery. You're not going to be wearing these yeah. long. Mm-hmm. I put them on. I was like, well, let me see how these fit. They literally like fell off. And Yay. I'm like, oh. I was like, thank you, God. Yes, <laughs> yes. I was like, I didn't want to buy these to begin with, but I needed to buy them to like, because I want to do that thing with the jeans where like, they're like, these, 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 yeah, you know, and I'm like, yes. well, this, if I put those, if I put those 18s that I'll squeeze again to, it's not going to be an accurate representation of <laughs> yes. what I should have been wearing. Mm-hmm. So now I'll have like the biggest jeans I ever bought. Good, um, but love that, it. Was a, that was a great non-scale victory, like to be able to fit into that. And mm. then I'd also say like, just being able to like recognize myself again. Cause like my face had mm. started getting really swollen and mm-hmm. just like, you know, I just, I just wasn't feeling good, you know? Cause mm. I was just like, who, I was like, who is this? Yeah. Yeah. I walk past a mirror and do a double take. Like who's that? <laughs> you know? So now just like you were saying, Mel, like being able to look in the mirror and like, Oh, okay. Even though I'm kind of mm-hmm. at my comfy weight, like my known weight like it's like it feels good to be like okay she's you in know, there i took a picture the other day i saw a little bit of it i was like oh there it is there's a there's a little clavicle it's coming yes, you know? yes. just wait until you have it full across you're gonna be like oh, yes girl when i the weight loss attempt before college i had full clavicle i'm gonna oh, dm that to y'all yes. with the picture of my stomach full clavicle and i was sitting there poking at like oh look at your football i was like you should have looked at the collarbone look at your collarbone yes but thinking whatever, good we'll thoughts <laughs> yes just stay as positive as possible and i mean you're doing fantastic yeah and you have so much more to go yeah. like yeah. is there anything you're looking really forward excited. to in these next three months i what will i look forward to in the next yeah. three months 
Um, I don't know. I don't know yet. Okay. okay. Um, I would say I would hope like I'm trying not to attach numbers because mm-hmm. I don't know what my body's going to do. Mm-hmm. Right. But if in the next three months I could be like out of the 250s into the 240s, that would be approaching the weight that I was whenever I graduated college. Mm. So I can finally see that body and apologize to her for like not treating her right and telling her she was fat, even though she'd lost all this weight. Yes. So I would, I, there's a picture that I have from graduation that I would love to be that size again. Like I'm trying not to compare myself to other people's body right. types, but like I pulled like the whole history of Christine, you know, <laughs> so my ebbs and flows and mm-hmm. like some of the, some of those ebbs was up there. Like I was looking real good. So yeah, like, I like I it. Some side by side looking like that again. <laughs> yes. Yes. I have some like that mm-hmm. photos that I just like randomly I'll just do a deep dive into like my photo bucket into my old old Facebook and I'll be like okay that's a good side by side that's a good side by side and I have folders on my phone for everything I even have a folder full of Melanie photos she does she has yeah, she never take seen more photos I would listen to you say that you don't t- you need to take because you're you guys are bad bitches okay <laughs> and I don't I, you know I don't know if you guys don't like being called bitches anymore. oh sorry I, I'm I, fine I, I Okay. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm good with it. it. You know, it, it has many ways that you can say it. Yes. yes. But all of the epitome of bad bitches. And I love, you know, I just love the people who have had the surgery before are like really helping to guide us because mm-hmm. you guys may not know it, but you like, I was literally listening to your podcast, like taking notes. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Shit. Like I have listened to, I need to catch up on this season, mm. but like last season, all of it. You know, and I was just like, and I listened to it in like four days because I was like, these guys are just so insightful. So knowing there's so many people that like once they hit goal, it's like, all right, bye, daddy. They they want to leave the community. Small life, you know. So the fact that you guys are, you know, giving back is amazing. Seriously, oh, thank you. We we love it. Oh, it's a blast. I mean, we live, breathe, eat, and sleep this podcast and this community. So it it helps us, though. Like it helps Mm -hmm. us, like mentally and physically, because like we want to make sure you guys are the healthiest. So like. I, we do the the goals with you. Yeah. Like we do all the challenges with you guys. Like, yep. well, you know, and th- this talking helps the therapy part. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of bad at uh, the physical. I'm bad at the physical challenges. I will just, <laughs> I am bad at it. I don't do them. And, and I don't think about them until Melody says something. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, I didn't oh. do the last 15 days. Are y'all, are y'all still doing the, um, what's that girl's name? Woke up. Woke, woke up, up like this. Yeah. Woke up like this. Yeah. Are y'all still doing her. Her workout. Yeah. So yeah, I actually, day. I actually injured myself. Yeah. This motherfucker injures herself First day on back. a live. Or no, it was like the third day. Third day back. I freaking. Really? On yeah, a fucking live. My whole chest popped. And I fell, yeah, and I fell to the ground and I couldn't, I still have limited mobility. Like, what? so yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. And this was like three weeks ago. Pop it back in. Seriously. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but it was like, like I could touch it and it felt bruised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was the weirdest fucking thing ever. But I'm finally like, I think I'm almost all better. Yeah, like, she's been randomly doing stuff with me, like, trying to, like, do stuff. But it's mm-hmm. funny because yesterday, I don't think she caught herself. But when she was leaving, she's like, oh, yeah, and then you can do the challenge and post it up. And then she walked. She's like, and then I'm going to do blah, blah, I mean, blah, we- blah. And I was like, wait a minute. 
This is supposed to be we, not you. Um, also on Thursday, I don't know if you caught it, but she's like, I got to do the challenge and I'm sitting at my island oh, and yeah. I'm all, yeah, you're going to fucking do it. And am I going to do it? <laughs> no, nope, because do I want to? No, I do not. <laughs> sometimes we just don't, but sometimes we just don't feel it. But oh, I know I so do. Good. One of my goals is to just be a much more active person. Yes. I'm actually somebody like I don't. I don't hate the gym. Like I literally, it's the getting there. Mm -hmm. If I get there and I'm in the door, Mm -hmm. I can work out for like an hour and a half. Like I feel great afterwards, Mm -hmm. but the getting there is the problem. Yeah. Oh, do I want to put on clothes and go? So it's like, I need to plan because I want to be, there's someone, um, I don't know if you guys follow her name is crunchy sleever. Um, Yes. Yes. Do you see how ripped she is? Oh my like, God. I want to be, be one of those bariatric patients that uh-huh. are like freaking ripped. Uh-huh. Like, I, you know, so it's like, I want to lift, you know, and there's so many like fitness goals I actually have. Like, I would love to be able to like um, run, you know, a mile in under 10 minutes. Oh, like, yeah. Run, fuck yeah. yeah she's like, crazy. She is, she's yeah. Ripped. I love it. And, yeah, I, there's someone else. There's a on Clubhouse. There's this support group I do every Friday on there, and there is uh, ain't she a bad bitch? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. She's she's a baddie. And there's another guy I follow, and his what's his name? It's TC something. I can't remember his, his name is TC, but um, his Instagram like he had bariatric surgery, I believe, last year. Mm. And when I say he looks so amazing, and he just finished a challenge where he was supposed to run a hundred miles in March, the month of March. Okay. He's already finished. It's the 13th. Damn. He's ran a hundred. He does like 10 miles a day. So it's like, for me, finding that switch where it's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be an active person. Like yeah. I like hiking and stuff like that. So it's like, I want to go like really live my best life and like enjoy this and not stay on the couch and just be like a couch potato right. watching Netflix. And you know, so yeah, it's yeah. like, Go experience life. That, we just gotta get up. Exactly. Yep. You know, yeah. we just gotta go do get shit. up and go and yes. just like Nike said, just do just it. Just do, do it. it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, because once you do it, you feel so good about doing it. And it's like the dread's gone. Like normally, like I would say, like for me, it was a dread, like going there, like, okay, I'm gonna have to sit in this seat over here so I don't like get in people's way. Like it's mm-hmm. you're always thinking about like the fat person in your head, like yeah. maneuvering yeah. around. Like if I get in the water, I better stay in the water because I really can't pull myself in and out. So we're just gonna when you're in, you're in, and then you're out, you're out. That's mm-hmm. it, you know? So like now you don't have that. You can just do things mm-hmm. and have fun with mm-hmm. and just have a good time with your spouse or your friends or whatever. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you this, Mel. I'm going to tell you what my trainer said to me. It trained my life, my Ooh. old trainer. She said, if you, cause I was telling her that too. I was like, you know, sometimes I just feel like the fat person at the gym and mm. you know, I'm waiting for machines and every, I feel like everybody's looking at me and she was like, if you're paying attention to the people who are looking at you, you're not working out hard enough. Yeah. And she was like, <laughs> she was like yeah. I need to increase your reps. If you have time to be working out, looking at other people and you're, <laughs> you're so leisurely that you're like, Oh, look at all. She's like, we need to increase your reps. Yeah. And I'm like, excuse me. That's not I what I told love you that. It. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's my kind of it. trainer, man. Yes, it's I true. love it. So true. All right. Well, I think that's pretty much everything yeah. for this first yes. month check-in. We can't wait to see where you are in three mu- two months. Yes. In two so months. Two so, more months. I'm so, so excited. Yay. Um, 
Yes. You know, I love you guys so much. Like, us, we're friends now. Like, yeah, now oh. the introduction, we're friends. Just so you know. This like, solidified it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. We, no, this, there's not many people that we can talk to this long. Yeah, so, my bad. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> it's a good thing. It it's means really that you thing. are, you are officially a part of the we're OSLP. Friends. Yeah, that's we're right. OSLP. Yeah. We're OSLP. Yeah. LP besties now. Oh, I have yeah. this sticker on my refrigerator from Christmas. Seriously. I love it. Is there any? Is there anything that we may have missed though before we go that you wanted to like let the like listeners know, followers know about? Any like, questions your, for us? Like the last month or so. I can't think of anything. Okay. Okay. But uh, hey, if, if you guys want to follow me on Instagram. My yes. Instagram is at watch Christine shrink. There's no H in my name. So it's C-R-I-S-T-I-N-E. Perfect. So shrink. We will and also have you tagged. We'll tag you. <gasps> yeah, we'll have you tagged so that anybody <laughs> who listens to this episode, they can go right on over and follow you on Instagram and do it, people, because she's fantastic. Yeah. So. Oh, you guys are so sweet. And I honestly, like, I love you guys. You guys are amazing. So just... Keep on doing what you guys are doing. Like Thank I you. see the pages at like eight eight k right now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the numbers that I haven't been following you guys all that long, and the numbers are going up. So people are seeing and recognizing. And I know I have told at least like ten people. If you, if you're not listening to this podcast, what are you doing with your life? Like, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate we, the support. We're so excited. We're so excited. We cannot wait for ten thousand. Yes. Because yes. we have we have big stuff planned. You're so, you're so close. Like I know. seriously. I feel like once it starts happening, like the numbers just start going up. So it's like you guys are really close. She'll probably hit ten thousand in like not even like a couple of months. It's I'll like a sure month or two. Thousand people to follow you guys. We've yeah. kind of projected it out, and we're hoping by May. Yeah, by May. Oh yes, I see it. Like let's so, speak it, manifest it. Yes, 10, by, 000, May. by May. Ten thousand. Okay, and then a hundred thousand, twenty twenty two. That's what she said, and I was I'm like. Down. Hey. Hey. I'm going to go that far. She's like, well, where would you like to see us in 2022? Yeah. And I was like, I don't fucking know. But like, listen, you guys. You got to shoot for the moon, man. are totally clearing the stigma of weight Aww. loss surgery and more, you know, more people should do it. And they should. I just like the fact that I don't know how this idea came into fruition, but yeah, the <laughs> fact, because when I found it, like I said earlier, I was like, my people. Like yes. they cuss, like they like. Yeah. <laughs> she smokes weed. What? Like, they smoke weed. They they tell you don't bring bread to the table. Like they tell it like it is. Yeah. Like so, you guys are so amazing, and it's just been great following you guys. And I'm really, you know, thankful and just glad that you asked me to participate in this because I think that it's a, a really cool. Um, you know, opportunity you're doing the bariatric diaries. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. We are so excited and we will see you in two more months. Two months. Two months. All right. (laughs) Bye. 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 Have a good day. You You too. too. All right. All right. That was Christine. That was Christine's one month story. We're so excited because how amazing is she? I know I'm not supposed to use the word amazing because I use it a lot. (laughs) But okay. so let me try again. How outstanding is she? Right. Like she is just she's she is our people. That's she is our people. That that is the people that we love to nurture and give all of our. We gelled really well. It was um, it felt really good. It just you always really, said amazing. I did. I corrected. <laughs> I corrected. Yes. So, well, all right. Stay with us because we're going to be, you know, 
going to be doing her three month, her six month, nine, 12. So just yes. follow along and we'll see how she goes. We'll see what the good things are, tough things are, um, and give you guys tips and tricks of what those sections kind of look like. So yes. you can stay Stay with us. And we still have Matt's story. And then we will also have Stephanie's story coming up. And we're so excited. Yeah. We're so excited. Um, This is a huge step in our podcast. And we love showcasing the everyday people that are doing the weight loss surgery. Yeah. It needs to be known Mm because we are just regular people. And we just need to help each other. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you. We love you guys. And we will see you next Next time. Bye. Hey, listeners, if you have enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform you get your podcast. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Join us on patreon.com forward slash OSLP where you can get exclusive content. We would like to give a big thank you to Anne-Marie Cruz for our logo, Nick Dukes for our web design, Dylan Godfrey for our editing, and Eric Fawn with 17th Street Studios for our music and recording space. Thank you for listening to our Sleeve Live podcast. We are breaking the stigma of weight loss and weight loss surgery one episode at a time.